They were left to die of hunger and thirst. 61, 61 African migrants aboard a ship in the Mediterranean Sea. And according to an investigation published in the today's Guardian newspaper, their pleas for help were ignored by a warship and a helicopter belonging to NATO forces. The migrants' boat left Tripoli in late March, fleeing the violence in Libya. It was bound for Europe, which is a relatively short crossing. At the time, no one knew the journey would last 16 long days. And when it was all over, most of the people on board would not survive. Father Moussier Zerai is an Eritrean priest who was one of the last people to talk to the migrants when they were on board the boat. He spoke to them by satellite phone just before the battery ran out. What happened afterwards is only now coming to light. We reached Father Zerai in Rome. Father Zerai, when you talked to the migrants, those people on the boat, what did they tell you was happening? First of all, the people called me the first time, 26 March in the morning, and they say me, we are leave Tripoli with this boat last night, 25 March, so they say me, you have very small kerosene or petrol for the boat, and small water and small food, so very dangerous situation for us, and they ask me to help them by the garden coast of Italia. You called the Coast Guard? Is that what you did? Yeah, yeah. The uh, Italian Coast Guard, I called them and I give them the phone number and I explained them all the situation of that boat and that people. And what did the Coast Guard say to you? Coast Guard say me, okay, I transfer all this situation for all the maritime authority in, in that area, all the ships transit in that time in that area and you, the next day i call the first or i call the garden coast and after i call the nato base here in italy and i explain them the situation of the about that boat and i say just three days don't have news about them so please search this boat these people and to save them so you you alerted you told you told the coast guard several times that this boat was in in trouble that it didn't have enough petrol to get to Lampedusa didn't have any enough food for the people there you contacted NATO to tell them that situation and yet that boat was as we understand it was adrift for about 16 days before yeah. most of the people died but that is the case and after 15 days, someone, he called me from Switzerland, some relative of these people in the boat with the 72 person. He said me, you know, someone, some of that people, he called me from uh, Libya in the detention center. And I asked what happened. And he said me all the history. He said me, that's, that's 20. Oh, just before you get, Father, just before you get, just so I understand. So the next contact you had with anyone on the boat, you had that uh, you spoke with somebody. They were back in Libya. They had uh, the yeah, survivors yeah. had ended up, and they had yeah. been arrested and they were in prison there. Uh huh. What did that? And so you contacted that person in jail. What did he tell you about this? What happened on the boat? Hey, he say me uh, the situation. The Saturday, twenty sixth March came some helicopter he give us water and biscuit to eat and this helicopter one some of the military inside of this helicopter he 
print some picture and go back. The people after that situation, he say, okay, now this helicopter he see he see them and waiting someone to come to help them, but no one come back to help them. And after two or three days in the sea, this boat to meet with a big ship with the military air force. The distance from us and the big ship is maybe 300 or 400 meters. So it is impossible. This big ship, you don't see them. Do you know how many people survived? Only nine. Nine out of how many? 72. And do you know the people on that boat, what nationalities were they? The nationality is uh, 47 is from Ethiopia, six from Eritrea, I think seven like this from Nigeria, five from Sudan, and another, I think, another five like this from Ghana. And women and children as well? Yeah, we have some very small group of women and only two children. Have you contacted NATO again to tell them and to ask them why they didn't help these people? NATO is saying me he don't know nothing about this boat. Father, what do you want to happen now? I I continue to ask the truth of this situation. I want to ask justice for these people dead in the sea. I want to ask justice for the families of these people because it is very 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 sad situation. Do you know the other the nine people who survived? Where are they now? Now this people, this uh, nine is someone is in Libya, someone is now in Tunis. So they're trying to still get out of this war situation in Libya. Yeah, yeah. I hope it, it come out from uh, Libya. These other people, and uh, I hope to <laughs> if these people come to Europe or another uh, country where it is, can save your life and uh, you have uh, international protection. Father Zora, it's a very disturbing story. I appreciate you speaking with us. Okay, thank you very much. Good night. Good night. We reached Father Musier Zerai in Rome. NATO denies the allegations that it ignored the plight of the people on board the boat. Also today, the UN confirmed another boat carrying up to 600 people sank. It broke apart on Friday just outside the port of Tripoli, and officials are still trying to find out how many people survived.